<laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I'm a little nervous tonight because I'm going to be reading um, a bunch of <laughs> erotic stuff because I wanted to do an episode in honor of Poke, which is a new part of my um, pink plastic neighborhood of journals that I have. Um, there's a haunted dollhouse, pink plastic house, Victorian dollhouse. Um, I'm forgetting something right now. The Lost Library, um, which is for like um, things that have been... Um, once in a magazine or something but maybe the magazine doesn't exist or the editor did something terrible and nothing exists there so um uh, anyway I, I have a bunch of different ones but poke I just started because for the same reason I started a lot of these is that you know as a writer I notice where you know play things that I'm writing that I'm having a hard time finding places that will publish certain things and like for example I started the haunted dollhouse earlier in the um pandemic because I kept running into people saying oh um you know send happy uplifting work and I was writing all this horror because I was writing a horror novel and it has sonnets in it and so they were all scary and I, I had no place to submit them and so I started that but then with poke I was also because I write a lot of erotic poems and things because I like sex and I like writing about sex so I wanted a place, you know, to send those things. And I had noticed that, you know, it's a few places that openly, you know, asked for that kind of work. I, I didn't really see them asking for it anymore. And then um, I saw a writer that I admired and um, out uh, saying, hey, I have work, um, Jonathan Kinsman. And, and when I wanted um, you know, I've, I have erotic work. Who wants to read that? And I had already been toying with the idea of starting a page like that on my site because I wanted to, um, you know, make that space. But seeing a person, you know, just being like desperately wanting to get their work out there and they're a good, very good writer, I just said, I'm doing this today. And so I said, send it to me. And I got them up, you know, got the poem up right away. And I've had a really good um, reception to all the poems in Poke. And um, it's been fun. And like, I, you know, eventually I might put a poem in there because, you know, like I said, I mean, it's, I don't always have places. I'm lucky that I have a poetry column. And I, you know, I contribute some places where I'm kind of allowed to, I think, you know, send whatever I would like. And that's nice, you know, but not everyone has that. And things change, too, definitely in the world. But anyway, I'm going to have been talking and talking and haven't even read a poem yet. And I'm sitting here teasing you about all this erotic stuff. And I'm going to read first. The first poem I'm going to read is um, uh, kind of explains the name of the journal Poke because um, <laughs> it goes back to, court, like most things in my life, a, some kind of a crush, and I definitely had a huge, have a huge crush on Clive Owen, and especially the movie that, like, gets me so much is <laughs> the movie Closer, and, you know, which has a stripper in it, and I think when I watched that movie it was a lot you know it was much closer in time to me being kind of like the Natalie Portman character in that movie and there's a scene where um you know plus I, I've always relate to um in that movie like being the young girl 
you know, he, he's, he, you know, she, at a point, you know, she kind of gets jerked around Natalie Portman over, you know, um, Julia Roberts. They both kind of want Julia Roberts because she's more, um, you know, worldly and older and, you know, everything else. But, um, so I felt for the Natalie Port- Portman character a lot. Um, and, and also, because I have such a crush on Clive Owen, I was just imagining trying to, um, there's a scene in which she, like, strips for him, and she's very much in control of that scene, and he is, um, you know, like, just, I mean, I would not have, you know, like, I was always good as a stripper, you know, although I would definitely have desires and (laughs) would be turned on by people, but I don't think I could have been, you know, good with Clive Owen so in that scene so it's very exciting to me but anyway the the whole journal name Pope came from a little aside thing he says Julia Roberts um like like when they're together and it's at the end of their relationship and she said he says um you know something about you know they're what well, he had gotten home from a trip and some things have happened and they're about to break up but right before that he says you know fancy a poke and it was so just like a little throwaway thing but everything about him is sexual to me so anyway I you know that that's my inspiration for starting the magazine and I will read you the sonnet that I wrote called hello stranger which is about closer So, hello, stranger, she whispers, hairier eyes, buckle front short coat, pole dancer's thighs, nomadic waif, accident prone, on British streets, bluffs, blunt for scones, sandwiches, stitches up neat, a safe approximation of a fairy tale, Alice, tea server with obituous details even name some memorial avails a savior children kind you assist to kiss full nude performer recidivist when you disappoint her throw her away to neon those strangers ready to pay men pretending to love topless amnesiacs last funeral plaque Persona construed, she would have been anyone to have loved you. And anyway, so that's my little homage to Closer and definitely inspiration of um, Poke. And, uh, you know, um, if you're interested in contributing to Poke, the guidelines are on my site, kristengarth.com. And on my site, you can go to, like, one side, and it's, you know, all my books and publications, which are way out of date because I just i am so overwhelmed of <laughs> work. But anyway, there's things there you can see about me. But then on the other side, there's all the journal things, and um, you can go down and and when you see poke right next to it um will be poke guidelines you know and it's the guidelines are pretty simple because um i mean it's not anything you know i i've got the address which is pinkplastichouse at gmail.com and basically i'm kind of giving you an idea tonight like of, by reading some of my poems that i would have put in poke you know i don't this is not a place for um 
like really tragic poems or um, traumatic sexual poems because I mean I think there's plenty of places for poetry like that and I write a lot of poetry like that not at all looking down on it but this is really for sex positive poetry which I think sometimes can get shuffled off you know and not I mean, like many journals I've read, New York journals that I've seen coming out lately have prohibitions about accepting anything with um, sex in them. And so, you know, it, it's it's harder to find a place to place it. And that's why I wanted to give it that place because to me it's very sacred. As a person who survived abuse and sexual abuse, you, um, to me, I celebrate my sexuality. So, you know, I always want there to be space for that. So anyway, I'm going to read you another poem that um, will give you an idea of, you know, something that would be in poke. Although, please don't think, because, you know, I write sonnets that I only want sonnets. I haven't published any sonnets yet. So um, I, I read all kinds of things. I've had prose poetry. I've had, you know, that I'm, I just accepted a prose poem um, today. You know, or, you know, so it's like... You know, I'm very um, diverse in what I like, and so I just, I'm not as diverse in what I write, but, but that's just me. So, you know, write yourself, um, and I think that's always a good um, guideline. This is called The Second Time. She offers flesh beneath aromatic trees, against dark gates, without password, key. Sign her kind is welcome here. Save kerosene and lanterns near. Arms in grate stretch supine between dove gray sky columbines. Besides cobblestone of almond slate closes eyes her half-hour wait. Disrobed of even pride while dandelions roar between her thighs, muffled by his wooden wheels, the brakes of blades as he kneels, with, with breath breath of any touch, upon what hollows pulsate demands coy fingers clutch, spread wide cleft by her own hand, eyelids too, he commands. The second time she spies this gentleman. And I wrote, I write a lot of poems when I'm walking in the woods and um, or in the neighborhood around, you know, by where I live. Uh, I have to walk through the woods to get into the neighborhood. And there's um, a house that has a gate and like the old fashioned, I mean, I don't think it's really kerosene, but it's, um, looks like fuckers, like it's, um, old kerosene lanterns. And, um, it always inspires me because I write Crow Carriage, um, and it's all set back in the Victorian times. So, um, it inspires, gets, puts me in that mood to write in another time. And so, this night, I was, I was like, writing another time, but a sexual poem about, you know, imagining a woman who, um, you know, maybe spies a uh, gentleman in his carriage, and, you know, she's just so overcome with lust that the second time that she sees him, she's waiting naked at his gates, and, um, with their hands in the, um, grates, and, um, anyway... And, you know, 
things happen. <laughs> so any, I had a, I had a good time. Um, I, I love going on walks. I never know if I'm going to end up writing, you know, a rant about something that happened on my day that I do in sonnet form a lot or something like this. Um, you know, sexual something or something for my like work in progress. Although right now I'm in this weird phase that is just, I haven't been in this phase in a long time where I have a novel, you know, that I've written all the sonnets for. There's a sonnet footnote, sonnet footnote that make a story and all the sonnets are written. And so, um, I'm just now writing prose footnotes and it's so weird to have like no, homework sonnets that have to be on a certain subject and it's kind of like I know I really don't know where my mind is going to go because sometimes I um, do prompts with like magazines like the daily junk and I really recommend doing those kind of things and so I like that feeling of um, not knowing where something is going to go but a lot of times, you know, if I do have a book, I'm good at prompting myself, getting myself in a mood to write, you know, what needs to come next, you know, for the book. But right now I don't have that. I don't have that um, guideline and I feel really like, wow, it's, it, it's made me feel wild in a way, you know, like, uh, you know, truly, I think that's why I'm writing all this um, sexual poetry. I just feel like free and wild. And it's been a long, long time since I've been in that position. And I feel kind of unmoored and nervous and excited. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to read you another poem that um, that I wrote just yesterday, also on my walk. And um it, it's inspired, I, I wanted to do something that was inspired by, like, um, a modern romance, but also, like, had the, um, um, like, an old-fashioned element to it, and, uh, with, uh, you know, nowadays, with everyone, like, on the phones, and, uh, you can have a whole romance with somebody and never meet them, and so some of the social niceties, like, I mean, offering you a handkerchief, they, um, are not, you know, it's like you, we wouldn't be in the same room to do that. And so I wrote a poem though about people trying to add that to their relationship and also just like the sensory elements and maybe a little naughty too, where the man, um, you know, <laughs> uses the handkerchief to relay his physicality to the woman, you know, his scent and his taste, you know, and so it's kind of old-fashioned but pretty dirty as well, and so I'm going to read Handkerchief to you. Handkerchief, when he will offer you his handkerchief, it exists five states from where you cry, inside a drawer of pine or make-believe, a fairy tale that you still grieve. He buys the postage to a place he will not go. He is a gentleman, you know. Invite your choice of gigam or stripes, how thorough the gentle swipes of cotton, so you might smell a phone, smell love a phone can neither show nor tell. Unfold it like a parchment spell. Hold it against your lips, a veil, until scent impels he as well. Internet omnipresent, 
benediction decorum of your dirty self. You take what you have of him in your mouth. <laughs> so that's a little embarrassing. It's fun to me. What I love about this podcast is, like, I can have an idea in my head, walking on a walk, like, not even 24 hours ago, and, um, and write it. And I got it published this morning because I have a, a great um, relationship with um, Punk Noir magazine. And they, um, you know, uh, Paul Brazil, he is just, you know, like a true champion of me. And like, you know, I can send him something and he puts it right up. And, I, you know, I, I feel really, it's great, you know, because to me, poetry is very urgent. And a lot of times it's like something is screaming inside me to get out. And it's just so nice to um, have these outlets that, you know, have the ability to get it out and get it to an audience quickly. And that means everything to me. So, um, anyway, uh, you know, I, so, like, so in 24 hours, I had the idea, <laughs> went on a walk, had, got this um, sexual idea, and then um, had it published, and then I'm now on a podcast reading it and it's just surreal you know I mean to me it's like I used to feel bad like before the pandemic I was like you know I had some opportunity to like travel and you know I was gonna have my first workshop at a college and it was really really hard devastating when I found out you know well, the pandemic's coming. No one's going to be doing things like that. Colleges are going to be closed. And you're not, you know, because I'm not a person that has those opportunities to travel and do things. I am a person who pretty much lives like the pandemic all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in one place. And I, and I like the place that I'm in. But once you're kind of presented with like dangled with this, oh, you know, and, and then it's pulled out from you and, and you have to adjust that you know, something you never could imagine, you know, it happened that all of the, you know, the whole world is going to be locked down. Um, anyway, I, you know, I, I was feeling very sorry for myself and feeling like, you know, it's just so unfair because I'm so, you know, focusing on myself. And really, honestly, I have a huge platform. I mean, I have publishers who, like Paul Brazil, who, you know, go out of their way to um, give me that immediacy and that audience that I crave and like Gadget She Radio where I um, am able to do these um, podcasts every week and, you know, actually um, share, you know, all of this with you and it just, it means so much to me and I'm very, very fortunate and that's something that the pandemic has taught me. I, you know, when I started it, I think I was a lot more um, just, you know, without meaning to be or not even, um, you know, realizing how privileged I was, you know, um, but I think I've grown a lot during this time and I've learned to be, um, a lot more grateful and I feel it to my toes, you know, so anyway, I hope that hearing some poems tonight from that, we're not in Poke, but we're written by the editor of Poke. Um, might inspire people to um, write poems. Don't have to be sonnets. They can be of any form. Um, they can don't have to rhyme. They <laughs> they can be more um, blunt than these poems were. 
and if you read, actually, uh, you know, there's several poems up already from great authors that are on my site. If you just go to um, kristengarth.com, poke, and read the poems that are there, you'll see it's a good variety of different things. And, you, and, you know, maybe based on this podcast and that, you'll have a good idea. And um, I, I look forward to reading some of your erotica. And definitely, if you listen to this and you um, just, when you uh, submit, let me know so that I know, oh, you know, I did a good job, I guess, of explaining, you know, and that'll make me feel good. So thank you guys. And I'm going to uh, slither off. I was writing a poem about snakes right before this, so I'm in, I'm in, I've got snake feelings right now to my little bed, but um, I will see you next week, and I want you to get your unicorn, if you have one, or a teddy bear, and snuggle up, and know that I am too, and see you next week, and read a sonnet this week, or write one, or any poem. <laughs> and good night. Kristen Whispers Sonnets. Join me for a sonnet bedtime treat.